Hey, business building warrior. Welcome to Silent Sales Machine Radio. This is your host, Jim Cockrum. I've got a guest that I'll be bringing on the show today like we do so often around here. We love to bring guests on the show who are successful students of the content that we teach around here. The Proven Amazon course is the one thing that virtually all of our guests' success stories have in common, provenamazoncourse.com. And today's no exception. This is actually a student who's been on my email mailing list for well over, get ready for this, well over 20 years. And <laughs> we've never met. Can you believe that? I started doing e-commerce well over 20 years ago and sharing my journey with whoever cared to listen, including writing a book that went on to sell over a million copies. I'm in the process of writing the 11th edition of that book. It's not available right now for sale. I think you can still maybe pick up a copy, but it's outdated right now because with the internet, things tend to get outdated pretty rapidly. So I've transitioned more to sharing the latest and the greatest on this podcast, but I am working on that book. But she bought the first version of that book. She was one of the first proven Amazon course students as well as she'll share with us today. And she'll confirm, you hear me say all the time, hey, once you're a proven Amazon course student, you just keep getting everything that we have. And she's been doing that for 12 years, benefiting from the content and the training. She took a long break and did a lot of other things with her life. But recently, about when COVID hit, she jumped back into the proven Amazon course replens training. It was free to her because she was a student who had paid 12 years ago. She jumped in, took off, She's at about $10,000 a month in sales right now at great net margins. She shares the whole story today, how she finds her inventory. She has some great tips on how to find great winning replens using the strategies that we teach around here. So she dives into that. She's a coaching student. She loves our coaching program. You'll hear her talk some about that and her coach. She's also starting to explore some private label strategies soon. She was talking to me about, hey, is now the right time? When's the right time to look into some of the branded bundle ideas that we teach in the Proven Amazon course? Because remember, we don't like to see new students jump into private label. We've just heard far too many disaster stories. The statistic that I share typically is that about 95% of all new Amazon sellers who attempt to launch a private label brand fail miserably and lose money. They shouldn't be doing that as a new student, which unfortunately, if you go to YouTube, that's what just about everybody's going to encourage you to try to do is launch a new private label product. Don't do it if you're new. I can save you a ton of heartache and misery and lost funds and an angry spouse because you've got a garage full of products you can't sell. Don't do that as a new seller. Instead, get into the Proven Amazon course and step your way through the same process that you've heard hundreds of interviewed clients and students talk about the processes that we teach here. That's replens. That's where you should be starting. And that is where our very experienced e-commerce warrior today, Melissa Miller is her name, that's where she started with the Proven Amazon course is the replens model. Something I loved about our interview today as well is she's tried it all, seen it all, done it all, very intelligent, came from a professional career, is now stepping into what she called the retirement phase. And she's looking for something else to to put her creative brain to use and put it to work. And that's the replens model. Well, she's tried a lot of other e-commerce things along the way. And she talks about it today. She contrasts this model 
with all the many other things that she's tried as well. And I enjoyed that part of our conversation. She talks about several tools that she's using. I even talk her out of turning off some of the tools. Some of the tools are ones that we love and use and sponsors of this show, but it wasn't necessarily the right time for her to be using those tools. So we talk about that today very candidly. There'll be links at silentgym.com to all those tools, by the way, if you have questions about those as we go through the conversation. Well, I think that is is most of what I needed to mention. Uh, looking at my notes here, yeah, that's pretty good. She's. I tried to talk them into coming to the Proven Conference. They're not sure if they can make it yet or not. But if you can be in Columbus, Ohio, July 6th through 8th, 2023, you will not regret it. As a listener to this show, if you find any value at all in the content that we teach around here, you will love being around hundreds of other listeners to this program, students of the Proven Amazon course, coaching students who have been through our program. By the way, there's a link to our coaching at silentgym.com as well. There's links to everything you need as a fan of this show at silentgym.com, including all the show notes today. But if you can make it to the conference, please be there. You're going to absolutely love this community. Theprovenconference.com is where you go for that. We talk about it quite a bit today as well in the program. But something that stands out today, I think you're going to get a lot of very practical tips from the time spent with Melissa. She's been around a while. She's seen a lot when it comes to e-commerce. 20 years in e-commerce is a serious commitment to learning what works and what doesn't work. And that's who we're talking to today. Someone else who's been around doing this about as long as I have, which is rare. So enjoy the episode. Enjoy getting to know Melissa. And I certainly hope that you enjoy this episode, uh, our interview with uh, Melissa Miller. So Melissa, welcome to the podcast. Hello. Good to meet you, finally. Great to meet you as well. Uh, Let's jump right into your story. Let's make it happen. Okay. Well, I feel like I really know you because I think I probably have your very first version of the uh, Silent Sales Machine Hiding on eBay book, version number one. I think you're on 10 or 11 at this point. I'm working on the 11th version now, if I can ever get it finished. Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah. So, you know, that's 20 plus years ago. Yeah. And I still remember where I was reading it. I was reading it by my fireplace. I was kind of new to eBay and I thought, you know, trying to find some just information and to to helping me drive traffic. I also had a blog at the time. And so I was trying to learn how to drive traffic to the blog and I was using your your tips in that book to drive traffic to my blog. You said to use the about me page on right. eBay. I don't I don't think they have that anymore. I don't even know if they do. I I, I don't even run my own else. eBay account anymore. <laughs> oh my gosh, yeah. I still have my eBay account, but it's um Oh, I have mine. I mean, it's it's doing better than ever. Yeah. But I, I I'm never in there. Like oh, my, <laughs> my son is actually meeting with clients and we list stuff for them. Sure, sure. And and we do some other interesting things there as well. But yeah, it's been a long... Yeah, the About Me page. Wow, that yeah, that is old. But the, the general premise back then and still remains, and this is one of the reasons we're on Amazon now, Melissa, is because go where the eyeballs are. And then once you're there, try to establish yourself, establish a presence. Instead of trying to build you know, a signpost in the desert, Yeah, go to where the people are. That's That's been our philosophy for, for 20 years and it's served us well, for yeah. sure. But that's fascinating that you... Uh, you go back that far with us. That's really cool I that I haven't scared time. you away at some point. <laughs> yeah, no, just, you know, life life happened, uh, kids happened and um, always had it in the back of uh, back of my mind. I think I was one of your first pack course people, students as well. You bought the Proven Amazon course. I did at the very beginning. And then when, um, and we'll get to that part of the story, but when I picked this all back up, I think I had to 
I emailed your customer service to say, I think I bought this. Do you still have, can you help me get my login back? And so I believe I was grandfathered back in because I never paid anything additional. Yeah. We've, we've done it for, we're coming up, I think we're right around 12 years or so at yeah. this point. I'd have to go look. But yeah. uh, those first students, do you happen to remember what you paid for the Proven Amazon course 12 years ago? Um, I believe it was because it was one set price, wasn't it? It yeah. was over $100. I know that. Yeah, it was right around $100, I think, yeah. initially. Yes. If I remember correctly. Yeah. And then, you know, we've honored the deal we made with you back then. We've honored it for 12 years, which is you'll never pay another penny once right. you've paid in full. We don't actually offer, well, now the pay in full price is $1,000. Yeah. Um, but it's $39 a month. But once you've paid, you never pay again. And so that's cool to have someone say, yeah, I've been around that long. And that yeah, was and the, the deal. Modules, there were no modules. <laughs> never had to pay for anything else. I know. It's so great. So um, way ahead of my time. Yeah, but uh, yeah, so I, I, I started back then with that book and mm-hmm. um, always was doing something. Like when I came home, I've been home for, when I say home, uh, left my corporate career. My son was two and he's now about to be 24. So, but I always wanted to do something. I didn't want to just, um, just let all my skills go. I had a master's degree in marketing. I had worked for some startup companies. I was part of, um, which is now T-Mobile, but it was Sprint PCS at the time. I was part of their, their launch team in the Philadelphia area. I was the promotions and advertising person for that. So I had, I had a lot of fun and my corporate career. And when I came home, it's like, I still had that juice, that marketing juice and yeah. promotion juice. And I just, I wanted to do something. So, um, started selling on eBay, designed a blog. Um, I designed the blog because everybody kept saying, what are you doing to make money? You're always doing something. You always have all these side gigs going. And, uh, so I would tell him, Oh, well, this week I'm mystery shopping. And I would go mystery shopping and take my son and got to drive an Audi for a hundred dollars or you know, go to a restaurant and get paid to eat. And, uh, people thought that was pretty cool. And then I, I just started doing things like that. And, um, I thought, I'm just going to document it because it's just, people keep asking me. So I just started the, the website, the blog and, uh, started documenting everything. And it's still out there. I don't really write on it anymore. But from there, that enabled me to get some skills in um, designing websites, doing some social media. And I took that skill and uh, turned it into a a little digital marketing company. So then I helped small businesses in my area with their marketing and social media and designing some websites and things like that. Were you ever part of the, uh, the offline biz community? Do you remember that? I do remember that. I think I was. You were probably one of the members there because yeah. at, at one point we had 40, 50,000 people in that. It was I a paid group. We turned it into a free group yeah. several years ago. And it's still out there. A lot of the people still interacting in there. It's a Facebook group as well now, but offline business. Just for people who are trying to apply their internet marketing skills and land real world clients. We don't even charge money for anymore, but it's, it was great content. I imagine hmm. you were probably... Uh, Part of that, it's been several years ago since I did anything with that, but yeah. uh, Andrew Cavanaugh still plays around in that group quite a bit. And there's a good number of people from our community that that are yeah. still active in there. Yeah. And I, I was big into, into the arbitrage um, back, you know, a bunch of years ago. I was in, um, I'm actually, I have, a cha- I have a chapter in this book by Steve, you know, Steve Weber, because he used to do a lot of. Oh, yeah. I haven't yeah. heard the name in a while. He, he went around to a bunch of blogs and he found like people who were doing stuff online who were um, yeah. 
finding junk to sell on eBay and Amazon. Yeah. And he came across my blog. And I'm actually one of the chapters in this book on retail arbitrage. <laughs> wow, that's great. Yeah, that book's what, 10 years old at least. Oh yeah, at least. Yeah, yeah. I have to look at the, the copyright, but it's it's mm-hmm. it's old. And I went back and read the chapter and I, I just started to laugh. I'm like, I don't even know if some of these products that I would sell are even around anymore. Right. So it's pretty, right. It was pretty funny. So I came back across... Um, Pack, I guess over COVID at the tail end of COVID. Okay. And I was I was selling on um Poshmark and Mercari and eBay over COVID when you're stuck at home. My kids were home. Um, we were all selling things. My daughter was selling her old toys. My son was selling his Pokemon cards. My husband's being in a Facebook marketplace. So everybody's selling stuff. And I was set some goals on Poshmark to see if I could hit their ambassador status um, and did that. And, uh, and then just came across Pack again. I'm like, I, I have to see what this is all about. I used to sell on Amazon as part of the, uh, you know, way back when, when I was doing arbitrage, I was one of the, probably one of the first FBA people as well. That's when right. you could sell anything on Amazon. Yeah. I was selling electronics. Wild West. Yeah. Wild, Wild West, electronics and, um, all sorts of toys didn't matter. You'd sell anything, Barbies and Star Wars, and nothing was gated. Yeah, the, the gating didn't exist as a Didn't concept. even exist. So, but, but I did do a lot of books too. So yeah. when I came back around to uh, your course last January, I had already had close to 90 reviews. I didn't even remember. They, they all stayed. So my account was still there. My reviews wow. were still there. That's great. And, it was, it was great because when I jumped back in, I got the payments right away where some people, newer sellers have to wait a yeah, couple you weeks. You grandfathered into the instant payouts, daily payouts or whatever daily it was, payout. right? Mm-hmm. Which is really nice. Sure. Yeah. So, so yeah, that's, that's kind of the, um, that's, I went back into it in January and went through the replunge training first and thought, okay, this is, this is doable. I'm very goal oriented. And I thought I watched the, uh, I guess Jimmy Smith did the zero to 10,000. Took me a little longer to get there. I'm still almost there. But um, but that's what I did first. I was like, okay, it's all laid out for you. Everything's laid out. And I like that. Like I can follow something yeah. like that. Well, you've got a perspective too, Melissa, that you've seen a lot of, you've seen and tried a lot of different programs. Right. 20 years in e-commerce puts us, you know, there's a fraction of a percentage of people Mm-hmm. that can say they've got 20 years of e-commerce experience. And your sniff test is as good as anyone's out there just because of the sheer amount of time that you've been doing this. When I say sniff test, I'm like, yeah, that's a clown promoting a scam. You can see it from 10 miles away. Oh, a lot yeah. of people got to get hit in the face with it and lose some money first, not yeah. you. I mean, I don't even know you that well. And have we ever interacted before at all that you recall? No, no. That's crazy because your name doesn't even, I mean, as I see it, it, you know, it's a common enough name, of course, but uh, I'm like, I can't believe 20 years. That's just the testament to what can be accomplished on the internet. But the point I'm making is I would like to hear you kind of contrast now that you're you're on the, the cusp of having $10,000 a month of the replens business, just contrast this to some of the other things you've done and no need to paint it with you know rose-colored glasses, be very realistic for folks because they hear me say all the time, I've seen it, tried it, done it all, and I don't see anything like this. But put it through your experience filter for us with complete it's, transparency. That's fine. I mean, if there may be some other things that used to work even better and you're still excited about, you wish they still worked, but you know, put it in perspective for us. It's almost... It, I don't want to say it this way, but I'm going to say it this way. It's almost like too good to be true because you can 
you can make money at this. There's, I mean, I've done a lot of things and yes, I've made some money at it, but to be consistent over time, to be able to continue to see the growth, to, to continue to see the profits and it just keeps growing. I've done things where they just die out. It's a lot of work without like re- replants. You could just go and replenish them. When I would do Poshmark, I'd have to keep finding the products. And I do that a little bit with um, the online arbitrage and technical arbitrage using, using that. But it was taking the pictures and it was posting and it was writing descriptions and it was just so time consuming. And um, and this is just something that once you get the ball rolling and you figure it out, it's really the sky's the limit. And um, that's yeah, I mean, it's. It's really a good, good, good program. And I know just because you've been around so long, I knew I could jump back in. I knew you were trustworthy enough. And this group was, was too. And the group is awesome. Um, and, uh, and I found, which is really funny, and we could get into this too later, but it, for newer sellers, it's really good to have an accountability partner and to have somebody that, or other people that you can bounce Bounce ideas off of. And I found somebody through the group who actually lives in my area and our kids know the same kids and we've never met until, you know, a few months back, but, um, now we meet regularly. She's a coaching student. I'm a coaching student. Wow. So your kids knew each other before you realized you guys were both part of this community. They knew of each other because their, their similar friends were friends. That's great. And we know the same people. We just never have met. Of course. But this community kind of became the catalyst for a new local friend slash accountability partner. And we love to see that happen. We've actually, for those who who aren't familiar, if this is one of your first episodes, we've got a 72,000 member Facebook group of people who do various versions of the stuff we teach around here. Most of them are focused on the replens model, which is what Melissa and I are talking about today from the Proven Amazon course. But it's a free Facebook group. Go to silentgym.com, jump in there. We have instructions on how to find people who live near you who are doing the business. We encourage it. We want you to meet up and form relationships, masterminds, go to lunch. Even if it's a virtual mastermind, we see a lot of those form as well, Melissa. And you hear us encourage this all the time on the show. I think probably 75% of our shows have a bit of a theme of how important relationships are to the journey with this. Uh, So I love that you went there. But I also love the way you presented, to, to back up three minutes, the concept of replans contrasted with other business opportunities. And I know we've been doing about six years now, coming up something like that, teaching replans. We The concept started in this community and you see other people talking about it now. And I think they're kind of fumbling around with beginning stages in most communities because we've got several years of experience now. But the thing I got excited about was, like you just said, and I'll put it in my own words, how predictable, almost boring this model is. Yes. I, I almost, you know, the, another visual image I had as you were discussing, and I was just kind of thinking back to how I processed replans. It's it's almost like you're dropping oil wells and, on property and just, you don't know if it's going to pump you $100 of profit or if it's going to pump you $50,000. You just don't know. Just don't but know. you do know that you're not going to lose anything dropping mm-hmm. oil. It's like you're just dropping these little oil wells. Each ASIN that you discover as a replan, you know, it may last for a few weeks. It may last for a few months or a year or more. You just don't know, but it's profitable. If it's not, you turn it off and you move it somewhere else. That's the model. And it's just so predictable and boring. And it's scaling so beautifully. Every time 
someone says, oh, I got a problem with my replens business, we have the same answer. Go find more replenations and I'll <laughs> fix it. Like it's a at its heart, it's a it's a brutally simple model. Now there's a lot of complexities as you grow. Yeah. And we can talk about some of the realities of the business. I'd love to dive into it. But I love just how you kind of positioned it against I'm sure there's even probably a dozen other things that you've tried. You guys sound very entrepreneurial as a family and you've kind of done it and seen it all. Yeah. And I, I'm somebody too, that um, I have like a lot of, I guess I have like a lot of ideas. So things don't keep my interest all that long. I'll try it for a little bit. And if it's like, eh, yeah, <laughs> but this, there's so much different stuff and so much that you guys offer in the pack course that, um, it's never boring. There's always something different. So it keeps There's always my, more to learn. Oh, always more to learn. Always yeah, more. I mean, and, I, and I love learning new things. I just, I do. And it's, and I'm actually using this business to, um, to be able to kind of go into retirement with, I wanted to have some extra money in retirement, um, for our family. And I wanted to just keep the mind sharp, um, mm-hmm. maybe even be able to, to teach my kids, and uh, I, there's so much to it that it's really limitless what what the what the course can do and what you can yeah. what you can do with it. With with a bit of an e-commerce background and this skill set, I frequently say one of the most valuable skill sets you could have. Like if you could go to college and get a degree in this, it would actually be one of the few college degrees that's still worth spending money on. You know, there's a handful out there, but there's not many in my opinion. Yeah, one of them would be how to find products that are positioned in a place of low actual or perceived value and move them using the internet creatively to a place of higher perceived or actual value. Just yeah. what's involved in making that happen? Where are the safe bets? What Where's the crazy territory where only inventor mindseted investors with a bunch of money to lose? We, they, those, you know, the shark tank mindset, I'm going to put all my blood, sweat, and tears into these new revolutionary socks, you know, and they spend 20 years trying to launch their own sock or whatever. That's, I'm not talking about that. I'm just talking about products that already exist, moving them from a place of low perceived or actual value to a place of higher perceived or actual value using the internet creatively. That skill set, if you've got that, you're set. Yeah. That is an extremely valuable skill set. It's a time that we live in for the next 10, 20 years as e-commerce catches up. And you've probably heard me say it before, Melissa, e-commerce is only 15 to 18% of all retail economic activity in the US. Have you heard me state that stat before? I did, yeah. I mean, it's in its infancy. Even right. with COVID, and we took this five-year leap forward into the future, it's still in its infancy. So if you've got kids who can fall back on that, on top of whatever else they plan to do with their life, right. that skill set that we teach in the Proven Amazon course, it's incredible. And the replens model is just the base model that you can do so much off of. And I know you've kind of probably started to recognize that as well, getting into your own brands and um, helping other brands get on Amazon. And it's just such a valuable skill set. So yeah, I'm loving your story and I'm trying to accommodate some of the newer listeners too, as I'm kind of, you know, why are we so excited about this model in particular? Uh, but let's keep rocking with your story. I'd like to hear where you're, where you're at. And you kind of left us off with, uh, you know, COVID. That was a pretty good time to jump into Amazon. It gave a lot of people a nice boost as to what's possible with this business. And it's been no slowing down since. No, I know. It was, so it was pretty much at the end of, it was end of COVID. Um, yeah, that I that I I'm trying to remember what exactly it was, like the first thing that I sold, the first thing that I went mm. out and got, but I can't remember what it was. But anyway, it was um, probably down at the the, the Walmart, some crackers or something like that, and uh, you know, 
put them together. It, it, it's one of those things where you just have to, you just have to do it. You just have to find some products, whether they're going to make you a ton of money or not, even if it's a dollar, just to like kind of go through the process uh, of putting a shipment together. I asked so many questions in the in the Facebook group, and everybody's so nice. I'm actually part of the the replenish group too. Um, oh, so those those folks are really nice too. Getting right back to you, both of those groups, um, and uh, yeah, that for putting the first shipment together, just trying to get enough products together, maybe thirty five products just to send in and to get the ball rolling again because I had done it before, but it had been so long, I kind of had to relearn it. Yeah, um, sure. Not that it's hard to hard to learn, but you know, there's some there's some pieces to it that you have to have to go do. Yeah, so. got, it's a matter of checking those boxes the first time. Uh, and then once you've done it once, it's easy every time after that. We actually started up not too long ago with tremendous success, I would say, a very inexpensive intro course for proven Amazon course students that want to go through with a group of people, other new students, and a coach. And it's, it's Zooms, a series of Zoom sessions that gets you through the process of shipping your first item in, finding your first replan and actually shipping it in. Because a lot of people get snagged on like, ah, oh, I got to go buy box tape. I didn't even realize that. What kind of box yeah. tape should I use? Or, you know, just the, the little things that tend to be those pause points. We yes. kind of push through all of those with the new students because once you've done it once, it's just so much easier. That's a really good idea. Yeah, we call it the Kickstart program. People can email our support team. There's a link at silentgym.com. It's for anyone who hasn't sold their first replan yet. Any proven Amazon course student who hasn't sold their first replan yet. It just, we kind of, push you all through those first few steps and it's, it's under 40 bucks. To yeah, get that's it. a good idea. I, I, if I, I probably would have done that. If I, if I, um, this was this time last year, I would have done that. <laughs> Just yeah. to, it'll speed things up. Yeah. We, I, we got a, quite a few people that do jump in and it's so far hundred percent of the people have been like, yeah, that was great. The only people who don't end up thinking it was a great experience are the people who are overqualified, like, Oh, I, I've already selling replans. I've already got five to 10,000 a month. I just want to go back and learn some basics. Well, the basics yeah. are, you know, getting yeah. signed up for your account and like stuff that you already know. So it's truly for people who are pretty new to the opportunity. Uh, and a lot of those groups have formed friendship groups and continue to meet well after the fact, which is a pleasant bonus for us to see that happening. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, well done. So you've kind of been through those initial stages. You uh, Sounds like you were sourcing some local RA, retail arbitrage, when you first got started. And you no, saw, the, saw the potential of it pretty fast, it sounds like. Yeah, I was doing a retail arbitrage. I was doing um, just driving around to to stores. Um, I had done some online arbitrage in the past, and I was kind of familiar with tactical arbitrage. Was not using it in the beginning. Um, just thought I would try to use Keepa and kind of do everything myself. And realized that it was a little bit slow going until I jumped into doing the Keepa course. Um, with Brian Olson. So I did that and that was an eye opener. And I just finished the, the more advanced one too. So I, I've learned so much on that. That's just, I mean, really people could get started with that and you'd be, you'd probably be good to go. I oh, probably I have too many agree. tools. I use a lot of tools and we can get into right. that too. And how much money I'm spending on tools just because I like tools. Yeah, sure. <laughs> but, um, as long as they're paying for themselves and making you money, right? They, they are, but they probably... I'm probably going to be making more if I didn't have some of them, but so that's kind of I where- I tend to talk people out of tools, which sounds strange because I've got affiliate links to all the tools out there and like, hey, what's your affiliate link for this tool, that tool? It really is a simple business. If, if, you've, if you spend time just diving into Keepa, 
That's it. I encourage people to go listen to podcast episode 369. We don't have to nerd out over why Keepa is the dominant tool in the space from my vantage point for this business model specifically. They're scraping data that no one else has. Every other tool out there that seems to do what Keepa is doing, it's because they're buying Keepa's data and integrating it into their tool and jacking up the price. So yeah, Keepa is the tool, podcast episode 369. Go listen to it if you don't know why. But you did bring up tactical arbitrage, which tells me you're doing some online arbitrage, hopefully, because it's not a cheap tool. We've got a link to a discount and our affiliate link in the show notes, by the way, people want to check that out. And before I launch you on that subject, we had a full course. Have you been through that OA Simplified course? I'm I'm going through it now. Okay, excellent. OA Simplified. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it, it's oasimplified.com, but that full course is now integrated into the proven Amazon course, which is why Melissa got it for free because she paid 12 <laughs> years ago one time and she keeps getting all the free stuff. Yes. We love doing that. But yeah, what are you thinking of the course and how's that going for you? That's great. It, like the very first, I guess it was the first recording, I was like, I learned so much that I wasn't doing. So that was very helpful. And between that and Keepa, where I would run stuff on Keepa, throw that into tactical arbitrage. And just let that run, but at the same time, go back to Keepa and kind of, you know, look through the, the the results of Keepa because they won't always pick up um, tactical arbitrage won't pick up like all the bundles, mm-hmm. whereas Keepa will, and I can kind of go through both. Right. So I do use both. Um, I'm trying to keep uh, like my my spreadsheet on where I'm finding my leads from, just so I can go back. I'm doing better with that now. It's kind of new. Or I can go back and say, did I get this from tactical arbitrage? Did I get this from Keepa? Where did I find it? Did I find it on my own? Just to make sure I'm not wasting any money on, on tools. Yeah, justifying the tools. Yeah. And I do use a leads list, but I'm using that less and less. So that that I might phase out. Um, I'm actually due to record a podcast episode today on the topic of leads lists. And just to give you the 30-second summary, it's... Don't use them <laughs> unless, and then I always have my exceptions, right? It's like kind of like with drop shipping. Just don't do it, please. Don't do yeah. it unless, you know, I'm doing some drop shipping right now, for example, with our eBay account. Mm-hmm. We've got a guy, he's selling some high-end expensive items. He just has a handful of them. He's keeping them in his warehouse. So I'm going to list them on my eBay account, get five or 10%. I can't remember what agreement my son set up with him. And as they sell, we get, and that's, that's a drop ship arrangement, but I know the guy, I know all the inventory he has. He's not going to accidentally sell one on Facebook marketplace and it vanishes on us. You know, right. those are the drop ship nightmares when you try to scale and sell a whole catalog of items, drop ship style. We're right. avoiding the nightmare. Well, the, the way you avoid the nightmares with buy lists is you wait till you're selling 10, $20,000 a month to even think about it. And yeah. then you use it as a bunny trail list. You don't actually get crazy enough to go buy the stuff on the buy list. Right. You're nuts. Even if there's only a handful of other people that are getting it, all those products are going to get oversaturated with sellers. And some of those sellers are going to get nervous and the price is going to drop predictably about a month after that product hits the list. Yeah. So go back to the older lists, use it as a bunny trail, right? They, so you use it creatively and there's there can be some value there. So that's the brief summary of what I'm going to yes, share. But, I, agree, I agree with that. And at the bottom of, of the leads list, they have um, replenishables. And they'll say when it, when it first, uh, when they first like brought it to everybody's attention. So I'll go check that first mm-hmm. before I do anything is I'll go look at their replens and see if they're, they still hold up. Yeah. Um, some of them, 
a lot I'm still gated in. So I don't even bother with. And some of the things that are just say more popular beauty outlets, like an Ulta, uh, they usually tank. Mm-hmm. They usually don't hold up, in my opinion, the ones that I see. Because everybody, I think everybody is, anybody that's on uh, tactical arbitrage is probably running those scans anyway for Ulta. Um, just like the easy pickings, things on sale. Yeah. So the, yeah. the low hanging fruit tends to get over, but you learn how to get off the beaten path pretty fast. And yeah. there's yeah. just so much once you do. And, and something else that I know you're going to love, Melissa, the, you've probably heard us talking about it is the bot strategy that we have this, where you can start scraping. I can't own. wait to hear about that. Yeah. One of the coaches on our team, he and I are going back and forth. I actually have a, a meeting. Another thing I'm doing today, besides recording another podcast, is I have another meeting with him and some of the software that's coming together to put this whole thing. It's beautiful. So you can go scrape any website, any yeah. website. And that would be awesome. Yeah. yeah. It's going to be it's gonna be a lot of fun to, to, to roll through that soon. So be looking for that. Yeah. yeah. It's actually going to be a topic at the conference in July as well. The Proven Conference. Are you coming? I'm thinking about it. I, I'd like. I'd like to. It's. Uh, I, we have to work out our vacation schedule. So. Oh, you need to. Hey, trust me. You will thank me. You will just be thanking me so much. And here, I'm going to make <laughs> it easier for you, Melissa. You, your whole crew, whoever wants to come, general admission tickets for everybody on the house. I'm just going to make it an easy decision. I want you guys to be there. I mean, you can't be in our community for 20 years and not come to an event. It's <laughs> true. This is true. Thanks. I appreciate that. <laughs> yeah. So let's figure out a way in Columbus, Ohio. Okay. Uh, put, put a link in the show notes for the listeners who may not know the Proven Conference. But yeah, come see Melissa and her fo- whole family. She just said they're going to be there. <laughs> <laughs> now you're holding me to it. <laughs> yeah, the, if, if we can make it happen, that would be great to meet you guys. Um, so yeah, so that's uh, that would be awesome. Um, but yeah, the, uh, the, the leads list. Yeah. Again, that's, I pay pretty penny for it. So I'm not sure I am going to keep it. Yeah. Yeah. Make sure you really need to justify it. Mm-hmm. Uh, finding your own leads is just so much, I think more rewarding. They last longer, less concerned about the whole waiting and see if it tanks or not. It's like, Hey, I found a good ASIN. Let's buy it. Let's get it. You don't have to wait and see. Right. Um, yeah. I'm just, I'm not a fan of leads list. The, mm-hmm. the good ones get saturated and become bad ones. You're right. So if you're buying a bad one, that's useless. If you're buying a good one, it's going to be useless soon. Yeah. So yeah. it's just the kind of the philosophy of it. That's why we've never endorsed or sold or created a lead list of any kind uh, for with our team. Uh, just I'm, I'm not a fan of the concept. Hey, sorry for the short interruption, but you're going to love what I have to share with you. Let's talk about seller board. As an Amazon seller, do you know your numbers? Are you tracking your profit and loss? by ASIN, cost of goods sold, how accurate are your numbers? Sellerboard helps you get extremely accurate. Starting at just $15 per month, you can know when to buy products, when not to buy products, which ones are profitable, which ones aren't. You can really start to dial in your Amazon business. Get over to silentgym.com numbers and check out the latest fantastic sponsor to this program, So many Amazon sellers in our community are using it. I'm thrilled that they've become a sponsor of this program. Thanks, Sellerboard. Go check out their offer, silentgym.com slash numbers. Yeah, I'm just, I'm not a fan of leads list. Mm -hmm. The good ones get saturated and become bad ones. You're right. So if you're buying a bad one, that's useless. If you're buying a good one, it's going to be useless soon. Yeah. So yeah. it's just the kind of the philosophy of it. That's why we've never endorsed or sold or created a lead list of any kind um, for with our team. Um, just I'm, I'm not a fan of the concept. 
but it sounds like you're doing a good job though. I mean, you're here, you are hovering around 10,000. So talk us through the past year and a half or so as you've kind of, you know, drifted into the reality of this business model. So I have about a little over a hundred ASINs at this point, and I'm doing about a 50% ROI, 50, 55% ROI, but my margins are hanging around 16%. Mm-hmm. And I'm trying to figure out how to get that back up. And I'll tell you, I'll tell you all the other tools I have, and you can tell me whether or not you think like I need to scratch besides the leads list, because that might be coming off. But yeah. um, I use RevSeller, Keepa, yeah. yeah, the premium version of Keepa, Tactical Arbitrage, Inventory Lab, which I love, and I did jump on BQ, uh, Be Cool. As a repricer. As a, re- yeah. as a repricer. Yeah, you know... The the only one and, and tactical arbitrage for people who who swear by it and love it and use it and really dive in, yeah, it's great. But the only one that I would that's probably the next on the chopping block if you're getting rid of the uh, if you're getting rid of some of the the stuff that you don't totally need. Right. If you did need it, you'd know. If it's a question like God, I'm just not sure. I think you could probably be fine pausing that or getting rid of it for mm-hmm. now uh, and just focusing on diving into like you talked about the advanced keepa strategies. You can do a lot of damage with just diving into Keepa in new and different and creative ways. You mm-hmm. can find so many ASINs that way. And uh, so that, that's kind of where I'm at. The other tools you mentioned, they're all great. That's the same repricer that we use. Uh, Rev Seller came out of this community. It's you know it's a, another great guy in our community. That's it's, it's a Chrome plugin, as you know, Melissa, that helps you make pretty rapid fire decisions. It's not expensive. I, I can't remember what it is exactly. I think it's like 80 bucks a month if you use our, our community link. I mean, not a month, sorry, 80 bucks a year. I was going to say, I think I paid for it for the whole year. So yeah. Yeah. yeah something like that, right, right around 80 bucks. And, and it's a great plugin next. I mean, like when I'm, when I'm bumping around on Amazon, trying to look for ASINs for winning replens, I'm using Keepa and RevSeller. That's it. That's what I use. Yeah. Uh, and, you know, we've got other things going on with our team. I'm not the only one working on our account, but that's my preferred. And then I know over at the warehouse, when we're shipping in, making shipments, they are using Inventory Lab as well. Uh, but there's some other options out there. Not that they're necessarily cheaper, uh, but in the same ballpark. So yeah, you're at a pretty, you're at a pretty minimum base level. Um, you know, For someone who's at around the $10,000 level, do you need Inventory Lab? That's maybe debatable. Uh, you know, There'd be two schools of thought there. Um, and I, I use that mostly for... well. I use it for a lot of things, but it does make the shipments easier. I right. do it myself, ship myself. So mm-hmm. that seems to be, that goes pretty smoothly using yeah. that. If it's saving people, you time. Yeah, it's, it saves me time. Some people yeah. don't bother with it and they just go right through the uh, Seller Central to do everything. Mm-hmm. I find that Inventory Lab's like pretty easy to use. Yeah. Oh, compared to going straight to Seller Central, it absolutely is. But yeah. you'll see people using some other tools and you'll see those conversations in our Facebook group. You know, there's a handful of other ways to do it. Uh, but yeah, that's pretty minimal. You know, the, the other way to get your net margins up, is, besides just chopping out tools, is to find better replens and, and you know just dig a little deeper off the beaten path. Yeah, looking for replens. Some of the strategies for the slightly slower moving, slightly higher margin replens. Mm-hmm. Like, did, did you listen to podcast episode five hundred and fifty four about ignoring the buy box? Yes. Yeah. Right. Yeah, I, I I totally agree with that. Definitely, yeah, it works. I mean, everyone who tries is like, "Wow, okay, this is great." In your worst case scenario, is again, you drop it back down into the buy box price and you break even or make a couple dollars. Mm-hmm. But that episode is I, many people have found that helpful because because suddenly instead of your fifty percent ROI, 
16 to 20% net margin, you're talking about 100% ROI and 35% net margin. And those sales don't happen as often. Right. But they really bring the other numbers up, especially if you're talking about, you know, products where you're putting buying it for 50 and selling it for 120, for example, oh, yeah. a couple times a month. Right. So those deals are out there. It's mm-hmm. just a matter of learning how to again, you can find it right in Keepa. You can use Keepa's advanced search features to find those deals that are worth testing. Does yeah. it have enough drops per month? What's the price point? You know, let's jump in there and test it. That's all I need to know. Yeah, just go in and test it. No, I agree. Yeah. I agree with that. I think I might really jump fast. a little. I jump the gun a little bit, probably on the repricer too. It's like I'll, I, I have the very minimal plan, the twenty five dollar a month. So it's my mm-hmm. rules, and I'll go in and I'll set the minimum, I'll set the maximum, and then if it doesn't sell within you know, thirty days, then I start getting like jumpy, and I'll start bringing the price down. And I think that might be a little bit of my issue too, just to get rid of it. And I'm probably not waiting long enough. Yeah. I, I would say that's probably based on what you're saying. Um, I like to give it 30 days sitting at a nice price before I get nervous and start playing with the price. Mm-hmm. Especially if you're doing the ignore the buy box strategy on the higher margin, fast right. moving items podcast episode 554. One of the things we say is you know, put it in there at a price you like. We'd be thrilled to sell it and leave it alone. Mm-hmm. for a month in Amazon's warehouse. So it's going to take it a week to get there, to get checked in, to hit the shelf. Now the clock starts and you're going to leave it there for a month and just see what happens. It's a fast mover, which means if you drop the price, it's gone this afternoon. Right. Right. So leave it there. Leave it alone. It's kind of like fishing. You know, people, you know, you take a kid fishing and they want to throw it out there and reel it in, throw it out there. Really, it's, it's a worm on a bobber. And they're just like, you know, <laughs> like, no. It's a worm on a box. Leave it out there for a right. month. Just leave it. Patience. Yeah. That's how that, you know, there's other items where you will know pretty quick, you know, okay, it's time to start playing with the price. This thing's not doing what I thought it would do. A repricer right. could be helpful there. But I like what you just said, Melissa. This is my, you know, repricers weren't a thing for a long time. And then they became a thing. And then everybody thought they needed one. And like it was some kind of magic pill. I like to see people manually reprice and keep an eye on you know, 75 to 100 ASINs, that's manageable. Mm-hmm. Flip through that list a few times a week, see what's happening, get a feel for what happens when you drop a price by 50 cents, when you raise it by 75 cents, and where do I want to be compared to the other sellers? Now you know what you expect out of a repricer when you get one. Right. And you'll appreciate the work. But, you know, if you're only saving yourself an hour or two a week of just kind of bumping through your prices and seeing where you where you sit, 75, 100 ASINs, yeah, you could probably be doing that yourself. And as much as I love the guys at Be Cool, they're a great sponsor of this show. I, I would tell it to their face, hey, a repressure is not for everybody. You kind of got to be at a certain level where you've, get, you've got a lot of inconvenience of the time spent repricing your ASINs. And you're thinking, mm-hmm. okay, my time is worth a lot more than money than this. Mm-hmm. I'm not seeing the return for the time I'm putting in repricing my stuff. Right. That's when you jump in. Yeah. And- I think that's why I kept it at the $25 level. And I did reprice myself for a while. It's just mm-hmm. because... If you go to the other level, using the artificial intelligence yes. level, it's a, it's a lot more money. And it was, uh, I just, I'm not there yet where I want yeah. to spend money on that. Yeah. I think you're safe to wait till you're $15,000, $20,000 a month, pretty regular. And, you know, that's kind of based on the, the models you're using, you know, 150 to 200 ASINs. Now it's a significant amount of time that you're spending repricing constantly. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, if you were going to pause another one, but, you know, 25 bucks a month, it's not a lot. No. That's the level you're at. So, yeah. It's kind of right. a break-even call for me on that. Yeah. 
Yeah. So that's kind of what, um, they're the tools I use. Like I source every day, pretty much every day. I try to hit, I'm trying to hit a dollar amount every week, like spending about $1,200 a week, $1,250 a week. Sometimes I get it, sometimes I don't, but that's kind of my goal. Packages are coming every day and I, I, I ship out once a week right now, once a week, maybe this week I'll do two. But um, I aim to do to do a, a shipment once a week. Are you doing it primarily yourself? All myself. Yeah. Yeah. Great. Yeah. Gotcha. That's, How much time would you say you're putting into your business each week right now? We say 20, 25 hours. Gotcha. Okay. Yeah. It's all throughout the day. Yeah. And my husband works from home too. He happens to be traveling, uh, coming back tonight, but uh, he's here too. My son has moved out. My daughter's at college. So... Um, it's kind of nice just to have, you know, in and out, I can kind of do my own thing. And, and when I feel like working on it, I work on it. When I have other things to do, I go do other things, but it's about, about 25 hours, but I don't really feel like it's work. It's a oh, lot sure. of fun. You're learning and you feel it scaling. You feel the momentum yeah. building. Mm-hmm. You know, some people, you know, and I want to talk about that 16% number that you threw out there too, because the, as you and I both know, the vast majority of businesses never, never get profitable. You know, they die within three years or so, whatever the statistics are, the vast majority. We're talking about turning your money over with a very flexible, almost hobby field type business. It's like you're in there grinding. It's none of this is, you know, exhausting. You can easily outsource at some point, putting the stuff into boxes if you don't like putting tape on boxes, but you know, it's not a, it's not a grueling thing. And you're getting a 16% net return fairly rapidly annualized you know, let's say you're getting that, you're, you're able to do that six to eight times a month or a year, excuse me. I mean, that's an, that's an amazing annualized return on the money you're putting into this business. Right, right. That's a pool of funds that's growing significantly and rapidly. Oh, yeah. That's yeah. pretty incredible. You know, yeah. so in, in our community, sometimes we're like, oh, only 16%. Wow, that, that's great. Like, okay, go try to find any investment anywhere, getting that kind of net right? return. Yeah. When you put it like that, you're absolutely right. Right, it's it, it's nuts, yeah. and it can be done flexibly anytime. You can speed up or pause or slow down anytime you want to, and mm-hmm. it doesn't hurt you. Right, it's it really is a beautiful business to fit into the cracks of your life, uh, regardless of how much time you and effort you have to put into it. So I, the the more of these stories that I hear, Melissa, the more bullish I get on this, and I must feel like I'm a, a defender of the model at times. Again, some of the things people say, oh, it's saturated. It's like, well, no, actually, honestly, there's nowhere near enough sellers filling the shelves at Amazon. Right, right now, as we, you and I are sitting here talking, there's tens of thousands of ASINs just sitting there lonely with no inventory. It's true, yeah. Amazon hasn't bought anything and none of the other sellers have either. Yeah. If they did and they sent it in, it would sell instantly. Right. Tens of thousands, if not hundreds of thousands. They're yeah. everywhere. The stuff that was in stock a couple months ago, and it's just not now. It's on stock at your local Walmart. Yeah. On stock at your local Walgreens, and okay. it's on stock online and other websites. But Amazon's on that ASIN, they're out. So, you know, if that's, if that's saturated, I we've got different definitions of saturation. There's opportunity yeah. everywhere with this thing. And I love in Keepa too. When I scroll over, when you have all of your, your uh, results, and you can just kind of go down and you, when you scroll over it, you see the, you see the chart. Yeah. You just, you see the chart. And I love the, the ASINs that have Amazon is in and out. Mm-hmm. In and out. 
so uh, they're the ones that I always look at because uh, as soon as they're out, it shoots up and they're yes. out enough that you can just go in and sit on it until they're out and then they go back yep. up. So, and they're not a lot of sellers. Because, right. because a lot of people have this rule of thumb is like, oh, if Amazon has sold this thing at all in the past year, I'm out. Like, well, right. wait a second. Amazon has some and they run out. They have some and they run out. That means it's moving quickly. Not even Amazon can order enough of this thing. Right. And it's probably sitting on the shelf at your local Walmart. Yeah. So whatever price Amazon's selling it for, just mark it up a little bit above that and cash that bobber out with a worm on it. And wait, don't freak out if it doesn't sell in the first two weeks. Don't think right. you need a repricer. Just wait. And then every unit you have will vanish in an hour at some point. Exactly. There's ASINs like that everywhere. Mm-hmm. It's just a matter of, you know, and something I think that with the theme of what we're pointing out right now for people, Melissa, hopefully there's some light bulb moments coming on. This game isn't about finding the right products. It's not about finding good products. Like, shelve that thinking. And congratulations to you, by the way, because you've been in e-commerce long enough. That was the whole game. What am I going to sell? I need a good product. What, what products can I find? Oh, this is a good product. Oh, I think I can make money on this product. Oh, that's a good product. Everyone's like, product, product. So it was just drilled into us. Go find good products. That's not the game here. It's go find underserved ASINs. And you just gave a great example. Here's an ASIN, a listing on Amazon, where Amazon has some one day and then they don't have some for five days. Then they have some for a week, then they don't have any for four days. What's that tell us? Right. That tells us a lot. Yeah. That tells me to get to Walmart and buy a few of those and mark the price up because yeah. Amazon keeps running out. Does that mean that's a great product? I don't care what the product is. There's right. a pattern on that ASIN that tells me there's opportunity. Yeah. And learning to recognize those patterns. And there's about... 60 such examples we could give of patterns that represent opportunity. And that's that's the replens journey, yeah. learning those different patterns and what to look for and where to take yeah, a small that's risk. Fun. That's a fun one. When just you go down and you just look at the charts and you can just see them. It's, it's like a beautiful keep a chart with the Amazon in and out. And it's a straight line. The price has been holding pretty well, except for the times when Amazon's out and then it goes up. Yep. So, you see the little price spike. The price and the sellers rush in and they all freak out again when Amazon comes and everybody sells it too low. <laughs> there you are selling a few a month at a nice profit. Right? Yeah. That's that's the game. Yeah. Learning to read Keepa is invaluable for sure. So the deeper you dive into Keepa, that's why I'm so excited about the constantly new strategies coming out with Keepa in this community. And there's, there's just so many, there's so many like fun ways to try to find replens too. I mean, you can really even chat GPT. I've been using chat GPT just to ask it like uh, adjectives for, I don't know, tea. I, give me adjectives for conditioner and they'll go through and it'll just give you like all of these different adjectives you can use to go look up these different products that you wouldn't have thought before. Yeah. You just put in conditioner, shampoo and conditioner. Now you can look up, you know, deep conditioning conditioner or or whatever. It's right. just just kind of right. like helps get some ideas flowing. Yeah, that's it. That's a great. I mean, you know, or or is it what is it? Uh, thesaurus. Is it thesaurus that gives you words? The thesaurus. Yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. For some reason, that sounded wrong as I said it. What's another <laughs> word for thesaurus? <laughs> no, but, but I mean, you know, thesaurus.com or, you know, just Google, give me a bunch of words or whatever, chat GPT, AI, you know, just brainstorm tools for some other words that I can plug in and just kind of look for stuff that looks a little overpriced or mm-hmm. seems, uh, you know, anything that's, you know, for me, when I'm scrolling around on Amazon, anything that's got a, a nice price and seems like it's moving quick, all I can do is take a quick glance at Keepa got a good price. It's moving fast. So I'm going to do a little research on that thing and just see what else I can learn about that niche, that product, that particular ASIN, maybe, maybe not, but 
what else is going on around that ASIN? What else have people also bought? Yeah. This bunny trail and get 50 tabs before you know it, finding oh, yeah, stuff everywhere, right? Yeah. So I have to shut down my, my Chrome because it's, I, I use up all the memory. Yeah. Chrome is just smoking, saying, Mercy, please turn, <laughs> shut off some of these tabs, right? <laughs> exactly. It's like, I, like to use, I use Google Lens. I have a, I have a, an Android phone. I think it's, just, I, I think it can, yeah, for iOS, I think you can still download Google Lens, or I think it's called uh, Live Text for for okay. iOS. How do you use that? I, and then I just take, um, I'll just take a picture of something. It could be anything in my house. I could take a picture of, and then I'll just it'll 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 come up, and at the very top it'll say, um, I think it says like any other words you you want to add, and I'll say Amazon. So say you have a picture now of, um, I'm looking at a like a like a pledge cleaner furniture polish sure. and then I'll uh, put Amazon in and then I'll choose 25 and above or, or, you know, the price 25 to 30 or whatever it is. So then you'll, you'll see the things come up on Amazon that are priced higher. So usually they're bundles, mm-hmm. they're bundles or they're just overpriced products. And then you go, you can go look at that listing and then you can kind of do the reverse and do it, with a lower dollar amount to see where you can buy it for for low for a lower price, and then you can match them up that way. You so can do nice. Amazon to Amazon flips that way. Just don't buy using your Prime account. No, I I haven't done that. I actually, you're right. You can do it that way, but I haven't thought about doing that. Oh, yeah. plenty of people do that. Yeah. Oh, they'll sure. Buy, you know, they'll find the uh, the the forty pack. Yes. And the per unit price is just so low, and they'll bring it into their own, bring it to the warehouse, break it up into two packs, and yeah. Flip it back onto Amazon. <laughs> There's Amazon to Amazon flips everywhere. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Which is another strategy. And there's little people. Sometimes people think I'm exaggerating when I say there's dozens and dozens of ways to do replens. But I don't think we've even started to tap into the iceberg of ways to do replens. You know, we've been doing this for a while, and we've got arguably thirty to fifty really strong concepts. I think there's more to be discovered out there. Oh yeah, there's I plenty more to be discovered, uh, and that's the new content for the next you know, iterations of the proven Amazon course as we learn together and do these things. But that's a great tip. I love the tip with the Google lens and putting a keyword in there. Uh, and something yeah, so else that- I'll just, uh, I'll pull up, uh, just say a website. It could be Walmart, Target, whatever, Lowe's. And, and right. just as you're scrolling through products, just take a picture of a product. Yeah, you can point, you you point your phone at the screen mm-hmm. even and have it go find where else on the internet might I find this product and what's it priced and- yeah. Ideas too. It'll show up other products that you've never heard of, stores you've never heard of, things like that. Um, Sometimes I'll just search on Google Images. So when you go do a search for a product and you hit shopping, you'll go do the shopping. And I'll also hit Google Images because you'll find all sorts of websites that you never heard of before. Right. Good places to potentially source products from as well. Mm-hmm. I like to, uh, when I do a search on Amazon, a lot of times I'll sort, you know, your typical shopper is going to sort from lowest price to highest price, looking for the deal. Well, yeah. Me, I'm looking for the underserved ASINs where I can make a nice margin. So I'll sort it from highest price to lowest price. Mm-hmm. And typically within that list, whatever product you were looking for, there's going to be some unrelated stuff in there, but there's going to be some decent replens in the mix. Oh, for sure. Yeah. It's like, okay, $180 for a three pack of that? I, I've seen that at Walmart before. Like I can go buy those right now. Okay. Is this a good ASIN or not? Is it moving or how many sellers are on it? How many times a month is it selling? You know, you make a good decision, obviously. Uh, but I like to sort from high to low to find that's how you find the high priced ASINs. Yeah, I do the same thing. It's great. I know. Yeah. 
Yeah. yeah so it's, it's always a treasure hunt, but it sounds like you've got some good skills and, and, uh, you know, I, I, you know what? I don't like to say treasure hunt because it's like a trying to figure out where to plant, plant those oil wells, right? right, right. Where, where's a good place to, to plant, yeah. set up, set up a, a new income stream. And I don't know how long it's going to last, but, but the treasure hunt's more like what you did at the beginning of your e-commerce career, finding stuff you can flip one time. Mm-hmm. But, uh, all right. So what else do you want to talk about in your, in your story? Any, anything else that, uh, you want to share with the listeners or any questions for me? Um, well, one of the questions was on the repricer. So I, I appreciate, um, your input on that. And then I think it's just, it's really how to, how to scale. So I, so I'm using it's, and it's not a, a matter of money because I'm, I have that if I need it, it's, yeah. it's, I like a challenge. So it's like, how much can I grow it with the original investment? And I started with um, had a little over a thousand and then I added 3000. So, so that's all I've ever put in. Um, so I'm going to keep doing that just to see how, how much further I can grow it with the original investment. And, you know, just looking at my bank account this morning, I'm like, wow, there's actually more money in there. I can spend more money. Like it's more than I've had in a while. So it's like, I'm starting to get excited that there's like these payouts are, are, are more. Right. And plus uh-huh. the value of all the inventory you have sitting in Amazon right now. All of that. Exactly. Added to that. Cause yeah, I mean, yeah. you could liquidate that instantly for a certain amount. So you add oh, all yeah. that together and uh, yeah, you're, you're well ahead. I'd right? still be ahead. If I had to do yeah. all that, I'd be ahead. Yeah. yeah. So, um, but it's really how to scale when we're testing five or six units at a time, how mm-hmm. to get enough. Mm-hmm. That's where I'm kind of stuck. You know, time is your friend. Slow and steady wins the race. I could hop on that soapbox for half an hour, but I won't. But that's the beauty of this model or any business model worth doing. It's the slow and steady right. approach that gets you to the amazing places. We have people come to us and you know, you get all manner of different perspectives when you run a coaching program. You know, we've been doing it for 19 years coaching. And we'll have people call us and say, okay, I've only got fifty thousand dollars to do this. And we'll say, keep 49,000 of it in the bank because <laughs> we've got nothing that you can do with that money right now. It's the same thing that we tell to people like the chiropractor who was on our show a couple months ago who had $300 and that was all he was going to spend. He was determined. Right. He had more he could put into it. Kind of like yeah. with you. I put 4,000 in. That's it. I'm going to see what I can do. Right. The place you end up about a year or two into this is exactly the same, regardless of how much money you start with. Because it's a matter of finding good ASINs. And if you could find good ASINs, there's third parties out there that will give you very inexpensive money to help you scale. It's about finding more ASINs. If you can continue to find good replin ASINs, that's the only way to get faster to where you're trying to go. That's it. Yeah. That's the only... So if you're finding four a day right now, find 10. Yeah. Right? If you're finding 10 a day right now, find 20. That's pretty aggressive. There's, there's certainly been people who find 20 in a day, not many people who do that every day, but I, I have heard those stories. Yeah. So how much ever time you're spending sourcing, putting into your research and improving your research skills, building a team, maybe, you know, get someone else working with you on that. That's, that's the pivot point for this whole operation uh, that determines where you will be a year from now. So if you're talking about scaling, you know, automation's part of that. Sure. You know, saving some of your cash to see so you have enough money to buy inventory, but even that challenge there's there's third-party funding sources everywhere. Zero interest credit card for the next 18 months. You know, those offers are out there. 
plenty of money everywhere. That's not the challenge. The challenge is finding good ASINs. Right. And so I feel like I need more replens versus replen the, yeah, more, more, more ASINs, more replen ASINs mm-hmm. versus the, um, the arbitrage items I'm finding. Yeah. The arbitrage is gravy. That's just, you know, it, yeah. it's, it's fun. Mm-hmm. But to me, I, you know, I don't even, I don't even pause for clearance aisles anymore. It could be mm-hmm. crammed with all kinds of interesting stuff. I'm not, I'm just going to fly right on by like one time, you know, I, I hate to walk past $20 bills. And if I've got some time, I might go scan a few things, but no, I, growing, finding more ASINs is the long-term play. There's just, it's just so much more stable. You're building a business that you could sell. Mm-hmm. It's an asset. You're building an asset. Flipping one-time fines is not building an asset that you can sell someday, right? It's making today a little happier because I made 50 more dollars than I thought I would. But you're not building an asset when you flip clearance and treasure hunts and go to yard sales. And It's fun. I'm not knocking that model at all. It's a great way to spend some spare time. Yeah. But you're not building an asset. Right. Uh, so that's where I like to see people get. Because as you get into, there's economies of scale as you break through and now you're at 30,000 a month or now you're at 50,000, now you're at 100,000 a month. Like Leah, our coach on our team, you know, 100,000 a month traveling. Mm-hmm. Other people do the whole thing for her. And it's a significant amount of income that she's generating and her business is growing and she's working less than she ever has. Mm-hmm. She would have gotten there a lot slower if she was spending five, 10 hours a week checking out clearance aisles. Mm-hmm. Right, that would have been almost a distraction. But at this point, yeah, sure, she'd have an extra five thousand dollars in the bank, but she'd be at the fifty thousand dollar a month level instead of the hundred thousand dollar a month level. Mm-hmm. You with me? So there's an opportunity cost there to pumping the brakes and putting an extra twenty bucks or fifty bucks in the bank. Mm-hmm. Stay after the replens. Yeah, and and on along those lines of uh, building uh, a business that you can eventually sell. I like the idea of the branded bundles or branding mm-hmm. because then you can, you know, I'd have my own, I almost want to shrink the ASINs, have my own ASINs, have my own branded items yes. that you can just keep replenishing. You're on the cusp of, of what I would consider a well-qualified candidate to begin exploring that. Most people, I like to say 20 to $30,000 a month before you start talking about private label, branded bundles, those kinds of things. But you've got the experience. You've been in e-commerce long enough. You can juggle both those things at the same time and start to play around with, it's a module inside the Proven Amazon course called Proven Brand Building. Go through it. It's not complex. We've got a print-on-demand module coming soon as well. Something else we'll be talking about at the Proven Conference, by the way, print-on-demand. We've been testing it for a while. We're seeing some students have tremendous success with the example I've been using, because it's right here next to me, is this flashlight. You know, if it's got your brand, your logo on it, and you sell, you could just get a few of those from a from a company that does branded, logoed items, giveaways, and that sort of thing. There's many companies that can do that kind of thing for you. Uh, but you do that, you test it out, you build a new listing, you pay some pay-per-click advertising, you you give it a shot, you try to boost it. Most of the time, it doesn't work. That's okay. You only bought a few units. Sometimes it takes off. Mm-hmm. Now you got a winner. You're replenishing an ASIN that only you can sell. Right. And it's a beautiful way to kind of test your way into private label. We don't like to see new students doing it because we don't like to, new students don't have the stomach for failing eight times in a row on small tests. Right. They want momentum. We want to see some momentum. We want you to put money in the bank as you learn. But once you've got some money to play with and you've turned your initial 4,000 into 20,000 in the bank, you're like, ah, I can throw a thousand bucks and 
run a few tests here. Let's do this. Mm-hmm. Right. That's who that training is for right. is those students. And I think you're you're well qualified to start leaning in that direction here pretty soon. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's good to hear. Yeah, because that's that's something I'm really interested in. Yeah. yeah. And that's all content that's coming to the community. And you know, you'll hear it on the podcast to the listeners. Uh, but if you attend the conference, you're gonna meet the people putting the content together and yeah, super excited to see where this goes. Well, do you have any rapid fire tips for us today? Anything like, hey, if I had just had to encourage folks, you've dropped a lot of them on us, but anything come to mind as a uh, as a tip you might share with the listeners? Let me see. Start um, to part ways. That's fine if not, because you've certainly unloaded a lot of good stuff on us. I would just, I, yeah, I, I, I think I think I was kind of doing it along the way, but one would be the accountability partner. Definitely hang out with somebody that's doing the business, whether it's virtually. Uh, meet them through the Facebook group. That's how I met my met my friend. Um, definitely play around with uh, different ways to to search for for different ASINs. I mean, I use anything from just to learn about new products. Go to Instacart.com and throw in something, and like everything comes up. Not just groceries, but like all different products and brands will come up. You can test. That was one of the one of the things or one of the ways that uh, I I go and look for for new ASINs. Um, also through, let me think. Uh, yeah, I mean, the, the, uh, when I was when I first put my shipment together, that's another thing. Was just like I was kind of stuck. Like I wasn't sure how to do how to do that. So I guess for newer sellers, it's just like you go into the Facebook group ask the question through there. It's been asked a million times. How do I put my first box together? What's, what is uh, dimensional weight versus actual weight of a box? Everything can be found in that Facebook group. Yeah. Use the search function or just ask oh, a yeah. new question and everyone's there to be helpful. Yeah. yeah. Ungating is a popular topic with a lot of new sellers. Like, oh, I'm gated. Oh, I'm, I need ungating. And they go spend 300 to 800 bucks to have someone help them get ungated. Don't do that. Just yeah. go into our Facebook group type the word ungated or ungating or even gated, just different versions of that word. <laughs> You're going to see great conversation with people giving right, very right. specific advice on exactly how to navigate that. It's not a complex thing. It's one of those things, if you'll trust me, it's one of those mountains that'll feel like a molehill about a month into your journey. Like, why did I make such a big deal about that? <laughs> right? It's, it's Everyone's going to kind of go over those little hurdles. That's yeah. the value of our kickstart again, too, to kind of bring this full circle uh, contact our support team at silentgym.com for less than 40 bucks. You can get into four coaching sessions with a group of other new students. And one of our best coaches on our team, we've got a few dozen coaches, great coaches helping us lead that program and walk you through those initial steps. But uh, it's been great hanging out with you today, Melissa. It's really cool hearing your story. And I would certainly love to meet the rest of your crew if the, if the opportunity presents itself here in July. I hope so. I hope so. That would be fun. That would yeah. be a great and you're a time. runner too, right? I am. Are you? Yes, I am. Yeah. Excellent. We're running group together. At what well, yeah. we did, you know, last year in Louisville, we did that. There was a handful of, there was, there was a walking group yeah. and a running group. And uh, we just had a great time. We were right there on the river in Louisville. And I've done a little research already, what, the area we're going to be in in Columbus. Mm-hmm. And there's some pretty stuff to go explore right near where we're going to be. So absolutely. I, I fully intend to run every day in the mornings before we get going. And yeah, let's do it. So there's another reason for you to come. Anyone else? Yes, in the Anyone else a runner? Yeah, yeah. Um, he was until he blew out his knee. Now he's uh, now he rides. <laughs> um, he's a yeah. peloton now. <laughs> Does he make fun of runners yet? Is he one of those riders? Or uh... no, no, not yet, not yet. Because yeah. <laughs> they all end up there eventually. I think he's <laughs> they think bikers think runners are crazy, and runners think bikers are crazy. It's, just, it's <laughs> this thing we've got. I don't know how it happened. I know, so, I know. Yeah, no, well, that we're 
I'm training for a half marathon right now. So that's at the end of March. Good for you. That's excellent. Yeah, it's been a while since I did any races. The reason I don't race anymore is because uh, it takes so much effort to pause myself from my routine. I don't Mm -hmm. like to taper because I want to be very competitive when I race. And then when I'm competitive, I need a few days off. So a race is like a week-long commitment for me, (laughs) right? Like I'm going to taper into it. I'm going to go hard. I'm going to have to rest. It's like, no, I like my routine. I'm a routine guy. I just like getting out and running myself pretty much, you know, five, six days a week. And I'll get back into racing at some point probably though. Yeah, it's always good to meet fellow runners. Yeah, there'll be a good number of them. I got to imagine. I'm not sure yet exactly what's going to happen, but uh, there'll be at least a couple of days we'll get out for sure. Cool, that'd be fun. Um, yeah, it'd be a great time. All right. Well, Melissa, I'm going to I'm gonna let you go at here and uh, I need to wrap this one up. I got something else coming on my schedule, but I got to say goodbye to the listeners here real quick before we do that, because you guys have hung out today for, I think was a very educational, lots of tips, very entertaining, at least for me. I had a great time. If you had half as good a time as I did, I know this was a good episode. I did. I appreciate listeners. meeting you after all these years. <laughs> oh, it was tremendous. Yeah. And for, for sure for you, Melissa, but I'm just talking to the listeners. I mean, if they had half as much fun as I did, it was a great episode <laughs> for them too. But uh, you know, we'll have another great episode for you very soon. Thanks for hanging out with us today. Uh, on behalf of the whole team that puts this together, uh, the tech team, and there's a lot of more people behind the scenes than people would expect helping make things like this happen. So from our team to your family, thank you for hanging out with Melissa and I today. God bless the business building warriors. And we will have another great episode again for you very, very soon. Thanks again, Melissa, as well. You did a great job today. Thanks. Appreciate you. Bye then. Hey, thanks for hanging out today. Before I let you go, one short reminder. We are so grateful to our new sponsor to this program, Seller Board. If you haven't checked them out yet, get over to silentgym.com slash numbers. This is the software that tells you if you're profitable or not. It helps you track all of your expenses your KPIs, sales, refunds, advertising costs, all of it, profit, loss. This is tremendous software that fills a gap in the marketplace. Many successful sellers in our community are using this tool to help them know which of their products are profitable and which ones aren't. You'll love Sellerboard for just $15 a month starting. You can really dial in and know how your business is doing. Silentgym.com slash numbers. Talk to you next time. Thank you for listening to Silent Sales Machine Radio. Visit silentgym.com for a link to our free newsletter, our free Facebook group, and all of our resources mentioned on today's show.